Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Paratesh Vav, Pasuk Aleph, Vayomer Hashem Eli. And we saw in our last year, before the long weekend recess, that in the last Pasuk, despite Yirmiyahu being told, Al Eli, do not pray to me for them says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Yirmiyahu does, in the best traditions of Moshe and Aaron, go ahead and nonetheless beg for mercy for B'nai Yisrael. So as he says in the last puzzle, do you think that they believe that even the stupidest of Odazara, that the practitioners can bring rain Remember, it was a drought that they were all suffering from. Or, they can send clouds from their heart. No, they know. They know you are the Kaddish Baruch And we look to you. We acknowledge you are the sole creator of heaven and earth. You are the sole God. And so don't think for a minute they don't realize this. And so when we left the Shia, we had every reason to believe that the Tzfila uh, of Yirmiyot would have a deep effect on the Kaddish Baruch We would be wrong in thinking that. As we start Pasuk Aleph in Perek Tesfav, by Yomer Hashem Eli, in Yamod Moshe, Ushmuel, Lefanai, if Moshe and Shmuel were standing before me, I couldn't care less about these people. Get them out of my presence and let them go. Let them leave, let them leave the uh, intimation. Let them go to Golas. It doesn't matter. So it's interesting that we, of course, identify Moshe and Shlomo as both were Nevi'im, both were Levi'im, as uh, Yirmiyahu is, and they prayed to the Kaddish Baruch notwithstanding his instruction not to. And there the difference, as Rashi points out, is that there they did tshuva first B'nai Israel. Moshe and Shmuel got B'nai Israel to do tshuva before the Kaddish Baruch Hu answered the Bakasha. Here, they don't. Uh, and that is the distinction and the reason. So, continues the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Also, we point out, Ramban points out very emphatically that in no way are you to equate Shmuel with Moshe. It's a different level of Nevius, but that both these people took it upon themselves to be misfollowed. How does this coincide or, or reconcile with the idea that no matter what, Hashem is going to honor Right, it's very tough, Tantra, but here what he's saying is they don't even do a premise of tshuva. They don't make any smash, we're going to see. They don't even make a first step to tshuva. Whatever tshuva they did in the past didn't did hold. No, tshuva's not cumulative. Tshuva's not cumulative. But, 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 but they followed it up with, with uh, not, you know, not observing. 
Well, now what we're saying here, and Yerio realizes, they're too far gone. They are just too far gone. Bahaya continues Hashem say, Okay, where are we going to go? Hashem. I say to them in the name of the Kaddish Baruchu, Asher Lamaves, Lamaves, those who will go to death will go to the death. Those who will die by the sword, by the sword. I shall rub, rub by famine, by famine. I shall shevi, shevi. And those that go into captivity will go into captivity. And as Rashi and the other Mephorshim points out, this isn't a happenstance listing of four penalties. Even though they are in descending order, um, that... Uh, Cherev is first, each one is more severe than the other. In other words, Rav is severe than Cherev, and Shevi is more severe than Rav, uh, etc. And from this, we get a very interesting Gemara in Baba Basra, Javches Amud Beis, that asks the question where we learn the primacy of the mitzvah we have of Pijon Shvuyim that one has an obligation to release or get released a prisoner that's been taken into captivity. Some have argued that in, in modern times, even if the person is sent to prison, we have an obligation to try and get him released. But it is a very important concern. <coughs> here's what the Gemara says. Minaha milsa de Amarabanan de Pijon Shuim Motsi Mitzvahu. Where do we learn the greatness of the mitzvah of redeeming captives? Amale, it comes right from our Pasuk. Vihik Yomuelecha Ananaitse, when the people of Israel ask, Where are you go? And you say to them, Ashalamaves, Lamaves. Asher lecherev lecherev, asher lerav lerav, asher lechevi lechui, and those detained for captivity go to captivity. So Rabbi Bamari is explaining. Kol hamuuchar pasuk zeh koshemi chaveru. Each subsequent calamity mentioned in this pasuk is harsher than the one preceding it. And they explain why you can argue cherev is uh, harder than death and that Rav is harder than Cherev, but that the hardest of all is Pigeon Shreem. And as we say, it's a very exalted tradition. We've seen in our history, um, those who would oppress us use it as a tool of extortion. The famous story of the Maharal, Rav Meir Me Ruttenberg, who was arrested in order just to gain an exorbitant ransom from the community and ordered his followers, you are not to ransom me, I forbid you to ransom, and languished, may even died in jail because he didn't allow it. But we see from this puzzle in the ascending list, which is really a descending list as it's listed, but shows it is a worth death, each one that precedes it. And I have set before them four families, as it were, Neum Hashem. Four categories. I'm sorry, 
The sword to kill, that's its function. As our clubbing dogs are meant to drag the corpses out. That's Of HaShamayim, the birds of the sky. That's Behemas HaOres, Lecho Ulahashris. Their function is to eat and devour them. They will not even get a Kvura, the basic Kvura. When a Satim Lezava, I will give them to the Hara, to the Shak, Lecho HaMamochos of other nations, HaOres, Biglau, because of Menashe ben Yechizkiyo, Melech Yehuda, Alashara Sob Yishalayim. Because of what Menashe did, the son of Chizkiyo, we know Menashe was by far the most evil, destructive king in all of Yehuda or Israel. And paradoxically, he reigns the longest 56 years. Even more paradoxically, he extends from Chizkiyahu. And we are not suggesting the Mephorshim stress, this is all because of Menashe. Of course it's not. We don't die because of Menashe's sins. You die because you followed Menashe's sins. And Menashe, we know, brought an idol, brought Karbanos of the Avodah right into the Mizbeach. He was an evil, venal, destructive king, and yet, there is a machlokis tanoim. Does Menashe achieve tshuva at the end? Some say the malachim tried to block him from his trilos of tshuva. Some say Hashem accepted them. Some say he didn't. But in any case, Menashe is listed here as the sine qua non of evil. And you followed him, you pay the penalty. He Yerushalayim. Who is going to pity you, Yerushalayim? Who will shake for you or pray for you? Who will bother? Let me, let me ask you a question. What power did the Jews have in the time of Menashe to prevent Menashe from being king? They certainly had the free choice not to follow him. There were Nevi'im, there were Tzadikim, there was the Sanhedrin. It's not that they were blindly led by Menashe. They chose to follow Menashe. They knew from where he emanated. We see his son was a brilliant king returning to the days of his heel. So he was sandwiched in between. He was just evil incarnate. And they did. They followed him. Uh, they could have stopped him theoretically, although he was a, a mass murderer. There's no dispute. He killed thousands of Jews, but he was Menashe. So, Kimiyach Molalayah, Aknosh Hashta, Osi, you abandoned me, Nu Mashem, Achar Telchi, you have gone, thrown me backwards, and I will not lift my hand for you. I am I am exhausted from this cycle of you saying, take us back, I take you back, you then descend into further degradation. It is a cycle I am weary of and will not participate. But Ezra and Mizrach, I will put them like on a winnowing fork and hold them up to the Win the Sharia Ores Shikalti. I have destroyed them. Ibatias on me. I have destroyed the nation. Mijarchechem lo shabu. I. They will not return. They will not even make the the minimal return of tshuva. They don't care. Atzmoli almonosa says the Kaddish Baruch I have created many almonos, and the Mefarshim says he says this with deep regret. I have brought days of 
morning, I have sent into the city uh, young men who are plunderers, they come in the afternoon brazenly in open daylight. I have brought on the city with sudden uh, speed, death, and confusion. This umlala, she is mourning, who bled, uh, gave birth to seven sons. She is given her life for them. Shimsha ba'od yomom, busha ve'cherpa, v'shiyesem la'cherev itain with the obeyhem nimun hatnu mashem. I have had no mercy. I will scatter them. I will destroy them. I will leave their remnants of the sword. I will leave them before their enemies. What is the Chodesh Baruch referring to when he says the seven? Umola yoledet hashiva. It could mean the Mephoshim say different. We know seven has a certain uh, sanctity in, in Jewish law. Seven could be the seven evil machos of B'nai Yisrael. Seven could be the even machos of B'nai Yehuda. Seven could be that woman, Nachtom, Miriam Bas Nachtom, who lets the Yavonim kill her seven sons who will not bow down to a Yavonim idol. It could be all of these, it could be additional ones, but it does have the significance and that that is why they are orphaned, they are without any hope for me. Now Yirmiyahu goes on a very uncharacteristic, wouldn't say rant, but Tfila to the Kaddish Baruch where he shows great self-pity. He pities himself for what he's had to go through to a point where the Mephorshim say may be excessive. Oili imi ki Woe to my mother who gave birth to me. Ishrir, I am a man of controversy. People hate me. They despise me. I was neither a lender nor borrower, a class of money lender that people automatically despise. Why do they hate me? They all curse me. Curse me means they curse me with literal curses, and they curse me with just busha and klima. I have not a moment of respite. I have tried my best, and let's face it, we saw my own townspeople in Anatot try to kill me. That's how hated a figure I am. Omar Hashem, Hashem first tries to comfort him. Don't worry. There will be a remnant of good. They will come to you and they will seek your counsel. They will seek your goodness. Don't despair. It is not over. Interesting metaphor can steal fight the steel of the tzafon that is made of an alloy of steel and iron? Of course not. And you, Yermio, to me, are that steel that is impenetrable, unbreakable. So don't despair. Chilech Otsrasayech Lavaz continues to call his father their money, their treasures, 
their accumulated wealth will be for naught. Etzemot b'mechir. I will give it without a price. Meaning, people will have captured, say, the Mephoshim, so much gold and treasure of the Jews, of Yehuda, that they don't, they, they, you don't, there's nothing to buy. You've got everything you need. For all your sins, throughout all your borders. And I will transfer your nation to lands that they don't know. They've never heard. Because the flame burns in my nostrils. It will destroy them. Now, Yirmiyahu continues on this self, um, not aggrandizing, but self-pitying rant Hashem. I tell you that Hashem, you know Hashem. Zochrani, Upokadi, you must remember me and revisit me, you know, kindly and take refuge from me. Leave me, road five. Don't let me at the mercy of your uh, of my enemies. Uh, know that I have borne disgrace for you. In short, avenge me. Uh, now the Kaddish Baruch is answering him. Uh, no, I'm sorry, he really continues. You know. I didn't shrink from my Nevias. I took your words and literally ate them. I was happy, the privilege to be a Navi in my heart. Your name was called upon me. Uh, moreover, continues, I didn't sit among the pleasure seekers and just seek temporal and corporal pleasures. You alone I sat before you, your shafti, kizamelo, to fulfill your words. I have borne whatever you have asked me. Why must my pain be eternal? My punishment just so severe. You have been to me, you have not cured me or helped me. You have given me water of poison that I could not rely on. And this is very strong. Now the Kaddish Baruch Hu may be reacting to some of the excessive language of your Mio's plea. If you, and some say if you realize what you're saying is very harsh and very disrespectful. If you return, I will take you back to And that you will be treated with precious reward uh, by my mouth. They will come back to you, these people, but you will not go back to them. In other words, I forbid you to be mismala, which is where we started from. And I will give this nation as a wall of steel. They will still 
fight you. They will still try to get you, but it will not yield. My purpose is to save you and to rescue you, says the Kodesh Baruch. Do not fear them. I will save you from and to save you from the palms who are trying to destroy you. And so, a message of hope, which in Mirza Hashem we will continue in tomorrow, 8.45 a.m. Ad time.